0: Ketis Ogborn with the Space Foundation, and welcome to the Space for You podcast, a podcast to tell the stories of and have the conversations with the people who continue to drive the space economy and make space exploration possible. Today, I am joined by Chris Falk, who is the president of Heat Sheets, a company that cleverly took a NASA spin-off technology and made it accessible for everyday use by us non-astronauts here on Earth. Chris purchased the company in 2013 from its founder, and combined his impressive background in business operations and finance with his passion for endurance sports to both lead and grow heat sheets into the impactful company that it is today.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Happy to be here and excited to uh, walk through what we do and you know, how it interacts and works with the Space Foundation and all the good work that the space universe has sent uh, for us down on Earth. I, I always Just real quickly before we even start, I love going to the Space Symposium you know, every year and, and, you know, getting a handle on all the things that, you know, we use every day down here that actually originated up in space. So oh, absolutely. we're proud to be a part of it. Yeah. No,
0: right. we're happy to have you because it's, it's really incredible when you break down the space ecosystem to figure out all the different components and disparate industries that actually encompass it that people are very much unaware
1: of. Yep. I, I love it.
0: Yeah. So I know that you're an avid biker and runner and endurance athlete yourself. So I am curious how did you come to know about Heat Sheets and its products and what really led you to pursue this path?
1: Well, if most of the people know heat sheets if they're in the endurance uh, industry, in particular if you're a marathoner. So, um, ever since I guess it was probably it was about 40 years ago this year, uh, the founder of the business uh, used the first heat sheet uh, at the end of the New York City Marathon, and it was really for those that have done New York, you end in Central Park and your bags. Uh, you know, otherwise known as your sweatshirts and your coverage after uh, you've done with the race are not close. And so what the medical director and the race director at New York found was they needed some form of protection to get these athletes that had just overextended themselves at the end of 26.2 miles to their bags. And one of the things that, you know, popped in was the you know, at the time, space blanket. And frankly, you know, most people still call this, at least of a certain age, still call this a space blanket. Uh, and oh, one of the things, yeah. And so one of the things that we've, you know, struggled with is, you know, in the evolution of our business. So when the founder, you know, first worked with New York, and then ultimately to Boston and Chicago, and, and grew to be what where it is now in the endurance market, which is really, you know, you know we are the endurance market. We're the Kleenex of emergency blankets, the end of a finish line. Everyone, you know, calls us yeah. so every once in a while. I'll get calls from, you know, races, particularly in international where we're not quite as strong that will say, oh, look, my, you know, why did my heat sheet not work like it did in <laughs> New York? And I'll we'll ask a couple of questions, and it turns out it's not. And where I'm going with that is, so when he first started, it really used – Uh, Mylar. And so a lot of people call them Mylar blankets and space blankets started out as Mylar and heat sheets did as well. Um, And over the years, and really it's been about 15 years now, it's, it's moved to what we do as a heat sheet. The technology is still the same, which is just reflecting your body's heat Back to you, acting as a mirror in in the form of aluminum here on Earth. <laughs> the okay. astronauts use gold uh, because it's even more reflective. We're probably ninety, about ninety five to ninety six percent of the body's heat is reflected back to you in in our format. Uh, the ones that they use are used and still use in space are gold, and there's a ninety nine point five percent reflective.
0: Interesting. So I think for our viewers or those listening, um, a lot of people have a have an understanding about what a Mylar blanket is, but what is the difference between a heat sheet and potential other Mylar blankets on the market?
1: It's a good question, right? And thanks for asking it. Basically, so all a Mylar blanket, or you know, what has and still is called a space blanket, um, is basically just taking aluminum or metal and reflecting your body's heat back to you. Right? And it's it's on mylar which was a it's a it, it's a type of backing you know developed a long time ago you know and the it 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 works well where it doesn't work well are certain things that are why we changed it we now use low density polyethylene um and what that means to you know regular folks is a heat sheet is recyclable right so oh, heat, sheets,
0: okay.
1: heat sheets are sustainable mylar is not you know not going you know to date is not still recyclable so it's not subject to recycling we you you can recycle a heat sheet and probably 70 to 80% of our events customers do in fact recycle them the ones that are not recycled tend to be because they're printed, and that's the other advantage of what a heat sheet is versus an, a space blanket. Uh, because of the backing, the low-density polyethylene, we can print on our heat sheets. So we've taken what was really designed for a medical device, basically to you know, you know, kind of get the endurance athlete or the user, you know, more comfortable into something that's also you know, a marketing device or a way to celebrate your accomplishment, depending on whether you're the athlete or the sponsor. So it's allowed uh, the races to take what used to be a cost and turned it into a little bit of a revenue center. And, that, and then to take it even a step farther, in the retail world, and the outdoor enthusiasts, in the military market where we spend a lot of time, those folks will use the ability to print on the heat sheet to a lot of times uh, print on the instructions on how you might use it. A lot of times in foreign language, they sell a lot of these into the Japanese market, and so on, what you'll find on the heat sheet sold in the Japanese market is print on how you might use the heat sheet. You can use it as a shelter, you can use it as a, a bivvy or a, blink, uh, a sleeping bag-like material. You can use it, you know, silver side in, so it reflects your body heat back; silver side out to reflect the sun away, much like you would use a sun shield in a car uh, to reflect the sun away from the car as you park on the beach, etc.
0: Yeah, that's what I was actually going to ask. So with the recyclability factor of it, I know that that has huge implications from an environment factor, but also the applications I imagine are endless because I know that as, as you started to talk about different markets, you know, military market and others, but I know that you work in a in a vast area of applications, and I'm wondering if you can highlight a couple of them for our listeners.
1: Sure. Well, the, 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 the fact of the matter is that, you know, Heat Sheets is not a, a, an enormous company. We do not – uh, sort of participate in, kind of what they call the kind of the the fashion industry. So you're starting to see more and more of this kind of technology go into, you know, clothing into certain outdoor clothing. We tend to be more utilitarian, so our products have been refashioned into uh, things like bivvies. So bivvies are basically a heat sheet, a slightly longer heat sheet that are then heat sealed on three of the four sides so that it creates an effect a bag or a sleeping bag, and then people can, you know, use those in sort of very low weight, low noise, um, you know, outdoor environments to either, you know, survive or, you know, you know, to be comfortable. And where that really, you know, matters a lot are things like climbing or in the military where, you know, space is at a premium, right? You know, a lot of times we hope, in some ways, we hope no one uses our product, but when they do, we need it, we need it to work. And so that's a lot of what the and even particularly the heat sheets are used for.
0: Interesting. Do you have a favorite client story that inspires you or keeps you driving the company forward? Um,
1: yeah, you know, It's a good question. and Well, there's, there's a couple of ways I kind of think and answer that. You know, the original reason I bought the business was in part due to my background in the you know, endurance events business. I had a lot of these in, sit in my basement or they were reused at the start line and I thought, boy, this is, isn't this interesting? I wonder what other applications we, this could be used for. Uh, which led me to purchase the business and it, I still get a lot of joy. Um, I go to, you know, somewhere between three and 10 marathons a year to kind of help distribute these at the end of the finish line. And it is wonderful when, you know, kind of you know, sort of the, what I would call the, you know, the, the recreational runner crosses the finish line and, and gets his or her heat sheet. And it really, you know, one, it's a sense of accomplishment too, but they, they really need it. So it's great to see them perform. And that's wonderful. But a whole nother level of, pride and for the business is what we've seen as we've moved a little bit into the military in particular some of the special forces folks where we, we will get calls or we've gotten calls that said, you know, hey, just wanted to say thanks. You know, we used your blanket and, you know, insert region of the world here and it saved my buddy's life, right? So that's an entirely new sort of, you know, level of you know, pride and sort of reason for doing what we do. And then to use a specific one, just recently, uh, we had the opportunity to work with and, and help fund and sponsor Kirsty uh, who, for those of you that don 't know, it was she was recently just got the Pat Tillman Award in the ESPYs, but she is she was a Marine Corps um, individual that was shot down in her Blackhawk and unfortunately lost her leg. Um, which would be traumatic for most, she's turned it into um, you know, quite a career, both in you know, donating back uh, to the military and uh, Paralympic community at large, but has also started to really um, focus on things that she can still do, including all seven summits. So she took a oh, wow. heat sheet. <laughs> exactly. So she took only took heat sheets with her as her protection device because, again, weight is critical for her. So her and her team, we provided them with uh, bibbies and blankets. And for her, it's even more important than most because she, you know, she's lost her leg. You know, the ability, you know, she doesn't have enough skin to kind of regraft, so if she gets frostbite on her amputated leg, it's, really bad and so she used our heat sheet as her really her only source of protection all the way up to and including sort of the very last bit of Everest Uh, and then for those that followed Everest this year unfortunately she didn't make it to the top but it also shows that she was smart enough to realize that it was a good idea to turn around because there was a conga line of folks up there but she was very appreciative to kind of have the heat sheet and you know we were proud to kind of one help her get up there but two you know it's just it's always interesting for folks that don't know what this is this is a product is is one mil thick um, yeah and and to think that something that is that small and that compact can provide the protection you need on Everest is pretty cool
0: yeah that's quite the calling card for your company I will say I have some friends that are avid climbers and they always talk about the need to you know only pack like five pounds or less and Having something like this and especially that they can use and reuse I think is really impactful because you do have to be very judicious about what you pack.
1: That's exactly right. Yep, that's exactly right.
0: Has there been anything – so working with the military and um, and working with these different folks that use your product, has your – Has there been anything that surprised you that your clients have used the heat sheet for that you weren't expecting or something that it did that you didn't plan for? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's sort of, uh, you know, it's completely different than sort of our use in the military, but we have a client uh, that has created a product called Keg Sheets. (laughs) Okay. So it's always kind of fun and interesting sort of, you know, how people might use the product. But so they take uh, a heat sheet and they use the silver side out, not in, uh, because it reflects the you know, the sun's, you know, heat and radiation away from the product, uh, and you wrap a keg in a heat sheet, so what you got is, you know, a very, very lightweight, yet durable, right? So it's, you know, unlike standard emergency blanket, heat sheets, because of the low-density polyethylene, you know, doesn't tear or rip um, yeah. to the same extent as a mylar sheet, so you use it to, to wrap a keg, and it stays cold you know, forty to fifty percent longer than it would if it was just uh sitting there, you know, kind of on its own. So kinda of, kinda of fun, kinda of neat. It's not a huge market, you know, but those are the kind of things that we, we don't do on our own, but we encourage people to use you know, our yeah. product for. Kind of fun.
0: Definitely tailgate ingenuity at its finest.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um so it's kinda of fun.
0: I love the creativity of entrepreneurs. So Heat Sheets is a company that's part of the Space Foundation Space Certification Program, and I'm curious how your linkage to space technology and how the use of that logo and seal has helped your product in its sales and growth.
1: Uh, it's, that's a good question. So that was one of the kind of the key attributes uh, that – Led me to invest in the company back in 2013, and, and what we found is the ability to include the Space Foundation logo, particularly in some of our retail sales. So here in the in the U.S. into the outdoor enthusiast market, but in particular the international market in Japan, you know, the ability to sort of you know, demonstrate and show that there's a direct linkage to what was used in space to protect astronauts is something that. Uh, has really driven demand, and we have literally sold millions of blankets into the Japanese market, all of which uh, have the Space Foundation logo on it. And I can say that, you know, the ability to have that logo and show that direct connection is was absolutely critical in the ha- helping us grow that market. So it's been great.
0: And do you find that the logo has helped you a lot more with international sales than you thought it would?
1: Yeah, actually it's interesting. It's actually probably more helpful internationally than domestically. And In international there is still a, a you know, a, a large bit of cachet. Um and every and when I'm traveling internationally, either personally or for uh with the company, you know, when I say that, you know, my you know, little business he heat sheets, you know, has a direct linkage to the astronauts and the space foundation uh, kind of there's this sort of new look of you know credibility and awe uh, that is pretty interesting to see
0: yeah i think what's wonderful about space is that it it's still one of those domains that is very awe-inspiring and intimidating and exciting all at once for everyone right (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely, and if you can, you know, you know, it 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 just has to be true, right? If if it worked on the moon, it should work pretty well on Earth, right? And I think that gives some people some comfort that listen, if this is what, if this is the technology that they chose to protect people on another, you know, sort of outside of our, you know, know, direct Earth-bound situation you know, it should work pretty dang well, you know, either at the end of a marathon or on top of the mountains in Afghanistan or hiking the Appalachian Trail.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I can tell you that I am definitely one of those consumer use cases that is like, great, special forces used it, I'll buy it. Astronauts <laughs> used it, wonderful.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. If people, love that. If people a lot smarter and cooler than us used it, it must absolutely. be good. right? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I am all about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Better living through science.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So I always like to ask CEOs of companies, and especially as you've mentioned that your technology has applicability into a lot of different areas, Um, so are there any major problems that you're looking to tackle? Um, What's really next for the goals for the company?
1: So Our biggest focus now is really finding ways to – kind of, you know, penetrate, sale sell to, and ultimately partner with the military, either the U.S. or others. You know, we think we've got, you know, a better mousetrap. As far as we know, we're the only emergency blanket and similar similarly situated products like bibs that are made in the U.S. Uh, but frankly, more importantly, it's just, it's a different product. So now all of the you know, the folks in the U.S. military are issued, you know, kind of standard gear space blankets. And the problem with those, you know, as we found, you know, 30 years ago servicing the endurance market is that, you know, they'll tear, rip, and blow away. And over time, uh, mylar will crinkle and crack, right? And the last thing you want is to have your emergency blanket, which is your support mechanism if you get stuck somewhere unpleasant is to have it either not work or make a lot of noise and so we're cautiously optimistic that slowly but surely uh you know we'll get adoption in the military the broader based military groups uh and and work with them so and there's been some you know good signs to date and i expect that we have this call two or three years from now the military business will be bigger for us in the endurance space market it's
0: interesting, and and pulling on that thread. So um, you're absolutely right that noise is a is a critical factor, especially for troops in theater who need to be quiet and sort of go under the radar. How right now is a heat sheet pretty noisy, and what would need to be the constraints that were re I guess reconfigured to make them quieter? So
1: the it's a, it's a good question. The, the heat sheet. I mean, it's it's still I guess noisy, but not relative. I think what I would say is, you know, a heat sheet in terms of the noise would be similar to, now know, it, it doesn't stick like a saran wrap or, you know, sort of a a, a grocery bag, you know, might, but you, it, it's that kind of material. So it doesn't stick and it's, it's frankly pretty quiet. A standard emergency blanket, you know, one that we used to use and one that's still, you know, kind of called an emergency blanket, the kind that's, you know, largely made overseas at this point those will crinkle and they're more akin to aluminum foil, right? So if you think about unwrapping, you know, a piece of aluminum foil and then kind of snapping it open, if you did that in your kitchen, that's the kind of noise that you would, you would hear. Um, and that's, you know, problematic.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and the other thing that's real different, you know, about them is that, you know, our stuff will kind of stretch as opposed to, again, a piece of aluminum foil will tear. Now, yeah, that being said, right? You know, the, the Mylar stuff works great, um, you know, and that's what we used to do. And if you think about what this is for, it's sort of how have we taken space technology down to, you know, those of us on Earth, it still, do, it, it still does the same thing, right? They needed something to reflect solar radiation either away, in the case of, you know, outside of the space vehicles or in, in terms of sort of, you know, you know, the uniforms and clothing that the astronauts used, you know, it's amazing. But that stuff they used in the 60s, were it's really the same thing, more or less, that we're using now. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, and I imagine that a heat sheet has an indefinite shelf life. It just needs to be activated upon use.
1: Yeah, there's no real activation. So it's not like a charcoal activation like you'd think well, of. Well, like, yes, but... Like a, a warming yeah. thing. But, yeah, so it's the, the key really is... And I'm always hesitant to say sort of, you know, lifetime, Um, but, you know, Boston this year used uh, heat sheets on a roll uh, that they had been storing for, I think, in some cases more than 10 years, and they were fine, right? And so, uh, you know, that's something that I think is, you know, is good for, you know, our product as compared to you know a mylar blanket that if once you store stored, if it gets out in any sun or if it's if it 's in the package for too long, any place where there is a fold, ultimately that aluminum will flake off, and then you've got either you know, something that doesn't really work um, at best or worse, it you know tears and it's, it's gone um, and and then when you also think, when you think about you know sort of application in an outdoor market so if you're a if you're a you know a hunter or a trail runner or you know you're out in you know some sort of a military application right like you're not you very well might be trying to deploy this in a place where there's rocks or yeah. you've been carrying it, you've been carrying it in your backpack you know against you know sharp objects right if it, it, once it, once once there's a tear in a normal mylar blanket it basically disintegrates whereas the heat sheet I mean you can puncture it. it's one mil thick. But then there'll just be a little hole in it it won't it won't fall apart.
0: yeah that's well, something just,
1: we're pretty proud of. yeah
0: yeah, and that's a really, I really think is part of the beauty of the product because it's a lot of those known unknown factors that you're that a heat sheet's going to be used for because I know that you do a lot of work with disaster response and you're moving more into the military space and um, you just don't know the elements that it's going to be used for, and so the ability to to use it. In, in a various um, number of applications, but also have it sit on a shelf and not degrade is really beneficial
1: yep, I think that that's exactly right and that, that's one of the things we hear a lot from going back to your your reference to your friends that are climbers right I mean you can use these things for you know, a number of different applications. You can use them to keep, you know, the sun away from you, <laughs> you know, from a solar reflection perspective. You can use it to keep your body heat into you, you know, in a cold weather environment. Uh, you can use it to create a shelter, right? Yeah, so you, you know, sort of drape it over, you know, with a line and create a makeshift sort of a tent or a shelter. We had another, another company have taken our product and created sort of a prepackaged, you know, less than pound and a half fully functioning tent, for those that are sort of really light hikers. I mean, those are the kind of things that you can, you can do with something, and particularly in the military or people that are really worried about weight, the ability to have one thing that can solve multiple problems is really important. So you don't have to bring four different things to solve four different problems. You've got one item that can solve four problems you're much better off.
0: Yeah. So, Chris, beyond the applications that you mentioned, is there anything in particular that you're excited about for the future?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things beyond just sort of our ability to expand into the, you know, kind of the military and outdoor enthusiast space that we've seen, you know, adopted in certain you know, segments. You referenced before the kind of the disaster recovery efforts of, the, you know, the FEMA's, the Red Cross and the like, and I still think that's an, an untapped opportunity for heat sheets. Uh, but what we've already seen is an adoption by police and EMS Services around the country, most notably the NYPD, who replaced all of the cotton blankets in their patrol cars with a heat sheet. What that did is it enabled you know, dramatically less space um, in the patrol car or the kits carried by uh, the individual officers. But it also provided protection to, you know, the folks that they're helping to serve in an accident situation, you know, or uh, your your cars and the flat tires. I mean, you're outside in the cold or the wind. The ability to give them a heat sheet is dramatically more coverage and protection than a cotton blanket. It also allows a little marketing for NYPD. So those of you that have seen the Blue Bloods, uh, the TV show covering the NYPD, every once in a while you'll see us you know, some sort of a, you know, an opportunity for the police to take care of someone and they will wrap them in a bright yellow blanket with NYPD. What that is is actually a heat sheet. So pretty fun and cautiously optimistic that we'll see, you know, more of that with the, you know, the bigger forces around the country.
0: Yeah. And you raise an interesting point about it seemed counterintuitive to using a heat sheet versus a cotton blanket. And I imagine that it's one of those products that seeing and using is believing, right? Because if you hand someone a really really thin sheet versus a blanket they're automatically going to generally reach for the one that looks cozy but the heat sheet is actually going to protect them and keep them warmer
1: yeah absolutely like look i always tell people no one's ever going to wear a win a fashion contest wearing a heat sheet um, no one's going to sort of you know cozy up and you know watch you know sort of the you know the you know the next you know tv show in a heat sheet at home but we never know, particular- know though <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But but if you really are trying to protect yourself, you know, a heat sheet is, you know, dramatically better. And so a lot of times people will as soon as you see it at trade shows, um, you know, people come up and say, Look, I I just I just don't believe you. I'm like, Perfect. Well, you take off your down coat and put this heat sheet on and go outside and then come back in, in fifteen minutes and you're gonna wanna give this back to me. Or walk around the trade show hall in fifteen minutes and you'll be sweating. Right? In in some ways it's almost you know, too warm, right? It's not breathable, right? But that's not the point, right? You're trying to sort of you know keep yourself warm. You know, and a heat sheet will be 95% plus of your body's heat comes back to you, versus you know an an article of clothing or a cotton blanket tends to be in that 40 to 45%. So it, it it is it truly is dramatically different, and it's in some ways a good way to win a bar bet right? Because, yeah, you know, true. 95% of the people are going to take a big down blanket as something that's warmer and, you know, they will lose. Not to mention heat sheets are also waterproof, right? So, you know, a cotton blanket, you know, or your fleece coat out oh, in the rain is, quick, is quickly useless, right? You know, heat sheet is, is perfect.
0: That's great. Well, is there anything about the company, the product, your journey that I have not asked you that you would like our listeners to
1: know? You know, I I don't think so, um, that I can think of, but I, I do think that, you know, one of the things that's great about Heat Sheets is, you know, one, it it's a really it's a nice business, but two, it, it, it's pretty unusual I think to have a business where you're able to do something where you're really helping out people, you know, and they're happy about it, right? So when you someone finishes a marathon after three-and-a-half, you know, five hours, you know, to to capture the look on their face, right, when you give them, you know, what is in effect sort of a little one-mil piece of plastic or low-density polyethylene with a, you know, with a branded logo on it and see that they've, you know, they need this, right? The doctors are giving it to them. They need it. And more importantly, they want it and they keep it on their wall. It's really fun. So it's fun to sort of, you know, live with our customers and know that, you know, we're giving them something that you know solves a problem, and in many cases, especially as we go into the military, hopefully, you know, conceivably saves a life. So it's 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 pretty rewarding. I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: Absolutely, and we're excited to to continue to watch your journey and see um, all the different applications and success that comes from heat sheets. And I want to thank you personally for sharing your time and stories with us. It's been a privilege for me personally, and I'm definitely going to go out and get some heat sheets for the winter, for the D.C. <laughs> winter that settles in. Well, um, but I know that our listeners have enjoyed it as well, so thank you.
1: Kelly, thanks so much, and, um, and I'd encourage anyone that has listened to this and has any questions, please you know, feel free to reach out to either me or anyone else on the team. We'd be happy to kind of walk you through sort of you know, how it works and, and how we can work with you. Thanks so much.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. And that concludes this episode of the Space Foundation Space For You podcast. Thanks for listening and keep your eyes and ears open for more Space For You episodes by checking out our social media outlets on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, you can always visit us at our website, www.spacefoundation.org. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.